Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 10% Happier early and ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This is the 10% Happier Podcast. I'm Dan Harris. Hey, hey, when we add shame on top of whatever problems we're dealing with or whatever mistakes we may be regretting, when we add shame on top of all that, it clogs up the whole system. It's kind of like a psychic constipation and involution, the bottom of a downward spiral where you get more tightly coiled into toxic self-obsession. The antidote to this, the psychic x if we're going to stay with the uh, scatological analogy here, the antidote is self-compassion. As you probably know, I love talking about this skill. And it's one of those things that we really need to keep hearing about, keep being reminded of, and keep practicing, which is what we're going to do right now with my friend and teacher, Alexis Santos. Here we go. Hi, this is Alexis. Most of us have a tendency to be hard on ourselves when we're not being the person we want to be. It's as if we think we deserve to be criticized and to feel shame about who we are. Because our unskillful habits are often a response to feeling unsettled or having a hard time, meeting these moments with further self-criticism and shame just adds more reasons for them to keep going. Kristen Neff, a leading researcher in self-compassion, breaks down a self-compassion practice into three parts. Mindfulness, common humanity, and self-kindness. We'll explore these in this session. Let's get started. Find a comfortable posture, and for this meditation, since the focus is on self-compassion, see if you can find a posture that is particularly easeful, and allowing your eyes to close if you like. As you begin to settle, just notice in a general way how your body and mind are feeling. and inviting in a sense of ease and gentleness. Just receiving this moment as it is. Becoming aware of the body, the posture. You might also become aware of the breath as it comes in and goes out, or the body expanding and settling with each breath. Self-compassion may seem like a soft or unproductive quality to generate, but it's actually the very thing that allows us the resilience and presence to meet the challenges we'll inevitably face. The first element of self-compassion is the quality of mindfulness. We need to be present to what's happening, 
particularly when we're feeling stress or some form of suffering. So as you settle into the practice of self-compassion, again, reconnecting with the whole body and its posture, gently bring to mind some of the struggles you might have had around the changes you are trying to make in your life. Seeing if you can acknowledge whatever is happening in a non-judgmental way. Being aware of the different feelings and thoughts as they come and go. As you remember your struggles and the desire to change, there may be moments of shame or feelings of failure. See if you can just recognize these unpleasant reactions, receiving them with compassionate awareness. Another element of self-compassion is the recognition that it's not personal, that it's not only happening to us. As you continue reflecting on your own journey towards change, notice what happens as you broaden your perspective to include the awareness that other people are also experiencing hardship and challenges, just like you. None of us are perfect. Life is changing and impermanent and imperfect for all of us. Take some time to explore this now. There might be a sense of interconnectedness, warmth or care, or maybe nothing obvious. Whatever the experience, allowing yourself to reflect on this shift in perspective for a moment. So we're being mindful and present to suffering, recognizing the shared human experience. And the third element of self-compassion is offering this kindness to ourselves, self-kindness. You might rest your attention in your own body, in the center of the chest, 
and consider that it's the nature of life to have both joyful experiences and to have challenging and stressful experiences. We're going to take wrong turns and get pulled towards destructive habits from time to time. Self-kindness reminds us that this is inevitable. It's part of being human, and it's the nature of the mind. So rather than feeling distraught or overwhelmed, this wise and caring attitude brings a sense of resilience and clarity to these challenging moments. So you might just offer yourself a simple phrase like, it's okay or you're doing the best you can, or just start again. Take a few moments to explore how you might bring a kind attitude to a moment of challenge. Rather than getting critical of your own challenges or taking them as a failure or denying and fighting this reality, looking at them as an elder might or your own grandparent, patiently, understandingly, knowing that it's all okay in the arc of things. Continue exploring for a moment in this way. Self-compassion takes courage and wisdom to turn towards the difficult emotions and challenges with awareness, to see life as it really is, as an unfolding process that we all share and can bring our care and kindness to. Whenever you feel ready, you can allow your eyes to open if they have been closed, taking a moment to sense how you feel Noticing if there is a greater sense of spaciousness and ease in how you might relate to yourself. But however it is, just being aware of this moment. Great to be with you. See you next time. Thank you, Alexis. We'll see you right back here on Monday for a brand new episode. If you like 10% Happier, and I hope you do. Uh, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey. I'm Shimol Yai, and I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. 
All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense that you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost, but now I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.